Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everybody, welcome back to Confessions of a 30-something Drama Queen, your weekly podcast that acts as a support group for those in their adult years who still do not feel like they have their shiz together. I am your host, Susie Bernaldi, YouTuber, dog mum, drama queen extraordinaire. I hope you're all doing really well this week. I have to be honest, I am not. Like, I actually don't want to talk about it. It has been one of the worst weeks I have had in a very long time. Still love my life, obviously, don't get it twisted, but two things can be true at once. It can be a terrible week and still be a good life, you know? I actually had a different podcast lined up to record today, but it was on a subject that's a little bit more personal for me, which usually comes hand in hand with me needing to be a bit more vulnerable. And I was slightly concerned that I might have a breakdown whilst recording. I have not yet mastered the magical ability to be vulnerable in one area of my life, but mentally lock up another. If I am feeling things, I just end up feeling all the things. There are probably some therapists out there that have a lot of opinions on that, but let's swiftly move on. Instead, we're going to do something a little bit different, a little bit spontaneous. Oh, I know. Interesting. But you all know what it is by the title. So spontaneous, but not surprising. So as you're listening to this, I will just have flown back from, drumroll please, because I bet you can't all guess. That's right. Little Miss Bucket Hat over here went back to Ibiza. And that is another factor that has massively added to my stress this week because the hotel we're staying at has a weird payment system that at the time of recording this is still not working for me so I actually have no idea if I have anywhere to stay once I land interesting I hope it all turned out okay but if not great story for the next pod tune into next week's episode to find out if I made it Oh, and to update you on the last Ibiza trip where Ryan played the Fatboy Slim show, it was so fun, but also pure chaos. Like, we landed, slept, woke up, ate, went to the show, ate some more, came back to the room, woke up and went to the airport at 7am. Chaotic. And we haven't really stopped to catch our breath since. And oh my God, I need to tell you about what happened in our hotel room that night because it was so scary. So Ryan, Ryan is my boyfriend. For those that don't know, if you're new here, hey. 
hope you enjoy the pod uh ryan and i were snoozing away and we were staying in a hotel that had just been fully renoed and we knew this because we've seen the hotel like whilst it's been being renoed a fair few times and we're like oh that's still going on and we were booked to stay in this hotel by the like i guess the club people that book ryan they we don't get a choice where we stay so the place has been fully renoed we were the first people to stay in that room it was that level fresh like everything was like perfect the hangers had never been touched before it was really nice but in the middle of the night there was the loudest crashing and smashing like we genuinely thought someone had broken into the room and we were terrified and side note someone one of the cleaners had actually just like walked into the room the previous morning before so the thought of someone being in our room wasn't like out of the realm of possibility because someone had come in whilst we were sleeping and it really scared us. So there's this super loud crashing and smashing in the middle of the night and it fully sounded like someone was like crashing around in the room. It was so scary. And so we got up to investigate. We turned on the light, realised there was no one in the room, went up to the front of the room and saw that in the bathroom to our left, the big mirror on the wall in the bathroom had fallen off. Like these tiny metal catches on the back were not big enough to support it. And there was glass everywhere, wires hanging out the wall. I was so glad, let me tell you, I was so glad I hadn't woken up for my midnight pee at that point. Like, can you imagine that mirror would have been fully on me? It was actually crazy and we immediately told the staff at the hotel because Miss Anxiety over here was losing her mind because I thought they might think we'd been really rock and roll when in actual fact we'd been in bed by 11.30 but I didn't want them to think that we'd been like crashing around in the room and like pulling stuff off the wall. The hotel was so chill. Like we were just left with broken glass on the floor all night. It was crazy. Like I said, chaos, pure chaos. Now, on the theme of pure chaos, I wanted to circle back to a little something we talked about in last week's pod, which was a QA and a where I answered some of your questions from the pod Instagram page. That's at TSDQ Podcast. If you're not following, plug, 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 plug. And side note, it was really hard to pick questions and I couldn't get around to answering all of them. There was not enough time in the pod. So I might do a part two. But one of the questions was about worrying that you're wasting your 20s and not doing enough wild stuff, which I really relate to having worked a full time nine to five in events and then coming home and working on my blog and my YouTube channel in the evenings, mornings, lunch break, you name it. From 20 to 25, roughly, I would work every moment of my waking day. And even when I quit my full-time job, I still didn't have a social life and I just worked every waking hour. So it's something that really resonates with me as sometimes I questioned if I was wasting like my younger years. However, to try and ease some worries here, I would say later in my 20s, I got to a point where I've worked enough to be able to afford to take some time back. I'd saved a little bit of money. I could start having some fun and being a bit more spontaneous. I didn't have to take every piece of work under the sun. And this comes back to my point that I made in the last episode, which I won't repeat too much because it's boring if you've listened. But if you haven't, you know what to do after this episode. But I believe personally that it's never too late to have fun. Like, yeah, having fun things consistently happen back to back is probably easier when you're younger. But I would also say that sometimes fun things are fun because they don't happen every week or every night. 
But also there are just different types of fun. Like my fun now is so different to my fun three or four years ago because my tastes have changed a little bit. And I definitely had my feral girl summer about four years back and I've made my peace with that. I've been there. I've done that. I don't need to repeat it. And I think everyone I know will be very, very thankful for that. But one thing I also want to touch on before we go on is the fact that I really stand by this. I said this in the last pod, but I really stand by the fact that I think society likes to tell women that there is an expiration date on fun, um, almost as like a way of controlling us. This might sound a little bit like conspiracy theorists to some people, but I genuinely think it's something that our society does to us because no one wants women to get to 30 and realise it's actually still possible to have fun and live your life and be free like you know I don't know I have I have thoughts I just actually don't know how to articulate them yet but I feel like a lot of the things that the pressures that we are made to feel are kind of put there almost to like control us and like keep us in a box because nothing is more scary than a woman that is very wise, has her own fun, knows her own mind, all of that stuff. So let's just keep that in mind when we're having this conversation. Just keep it in the back of your mind that there is actually no expiration date on having fun. But like I said, obviously it does feel a little bit more easier to have fun consistently back to back when you're young. However, I would say as you get older, you maybe have a little bit more disposable income in some situations and therefore you can have more fun as you get older. I think my mum has more fun in her 50s than I did in my 20s. So, you know, there's no expiration date on fun. Anyway, that's my deep take on it. But if you are already feeling those feelings, that sentiment doesn't always help you to like rid yourself of that anxiety that you're not doing enough fun stuff however I caveat fun with like some people's fun isn't everyone's fun so if you're feeling worried that you might not be doing enough like crazy wild stuff for your age bracket whatever the age bracket make a bucket list schedule it in and do the things I actually made a bucket list in my 20s, which I think I've lost, but I know full well that it was full of really adult things, which really is such a 20-year-old thing to do, don't you think? Like, some of us really just want to grow up too fast, and I remember being 15 and saying I couldn't wait to be an adult so people would take me seriously, and now look at me. And you know what, on that point, sometimes people take me too seriously. Like my builder, for example, I'm making joke after joke, like I'm cracking them out and he's like, really? And I'm like, dude, you are costing me an absolute fortune. At least let's have a laugh whilst you do this. Yeah. Anyway, the electricians though, they get me, love them. Anyway, tangent, first of the episode, let's move on. My point was, I grew up too fast. I put loads of boring shiz on my bucket list. And so my point is, don't do that. If you're in your 20s now, make good decisions that set you up for your future, but don't try and grow up too fast. Don't rush. People who are older than me always say it to me when I ask them for advice. And sometimes it feels so boring because you're like, but society is expecting me to do these things, Linda. But it really is so true. Time is a limited resource, so don't waste it. Make good decisions, but don't waste your time. And you can make a start on that today with a fun bucket list. I sound like a real like 80s advert. And you can make a start on that today with a fun bucket list. Yeah, anyway, you can make a start on that today with your fun bucket list, aka a fuck it list. Again, monetization gods, that's F-U-C-K-E-T list. 
fun bucket list. Get it? Got it? Okay, moving on. So whilst I was mentally spiraling late last night, I decided to crack on with my fuck it list because there's nothing that would cheer me up more than envisioning all of these things. And hopefully this will inspire you to get working on your fun bucket list too. I really am like an 80s commercial anyway. So how do we make a fuck it list? I aimed for roughly 10 things, but you can aim for more or less and you can make them like grander or smaller. I tried to make this a list of things that had both bigger and smaller activities or experiences on them. So some of these will be shorter term and some of them I will have to work towards, which is good. And I like that because I like ticking things off the list, but I don't want to make the goals so low key that they're ticked off in a week. But obviously I also don't want to make them so big that I forget that the list exists because you can also really screw yourself over by doing that as well. So without further ado, my fuck it list. Number one we should get a little sound in here don't know what that's going to be i'll let ryan pick spend a whole summer in ibiza this is a big one really so we're starting off aiming high but okay can someone tell me can ryan and i do this if we have a family or would we in theory need to do it before we're not sure if we had children could we do it before they start school is that a good idea what are the problems here i need someone to help me problem solve this because i actually don't know anyone that's done it Uh, This could be a real pipe dream because I just don't know if it would be financially possible, but it's always on the list and we just love it. It doesn't need to be like crazy luxurious, but my non-negotiable other than safe and okay location are excellent air conditioning because it gets so hot over there and I'm a delicate flower really and also maybe a pool, but maybe that's not a non-negotiable because I could go to beach clubs and stuff I guess and I would still have so much fun but it would be so great and I just love going there and exploring so much and I've been so many times and I still feel like there's more to see. Uh, It would also mean less flying over a summer as well so I'm really championing that. It would be great for Ryan's work, great for me because the weather is just always nicer there and it's easier in terms of content. The light is so gorgeous so just in terms of both our works, it would be great. But I am currently trying to figure out at what point in our 30s we could make this happen because it's quite a big one really, isn't it? So if someone could let me know when would be the best point to do this, I would love to hear thoughts. Also, if anyone just knows any good estate agents or something, would love to know. Honestly, would really love to know. So yeah, that is number one. Fuck it list item number two eat my way around Rome. Actually, I don't even think I've done these in order, but either way, this should have been number one because it's been a dream of mine for so long. Like, I want to go and I want to have a real carbonara, like a real, real carbonara. I may have to not be vegan for this trip potentially, though I don't see a dramatic diet change like that working out well for me, if you know what I mean. Hmm. But I want to go and just eat everything. Pasta, pizza, all the sweet treats. Mm, God, it would be so good. And I want to go and see the fountain and the Colosseum. Fun fact, actually. Here she is with the fun facts. She's back. Fun fact. I actually went to Rome once for less than 24 hours. I had a connecting flight uh, that was cancelled and I was on a press trip and they had to emergency book us all. Like a huge amount of people, a huge number of people into a hotel, like 
last minute that brand were amazing to be fair and they handled it so well like I've never been so impressed with people's ability to like get stuff done they also then ended up sending us to the destination via private jet which was just crazy like the regular flights just weren't happening it was wild the most wild press trip I think I've ever been on Anyway, that's the most posh girl thing I'll be saying this episode. Uh, That was the one and only time I've ever been on a jet. I just need to disclose that because I'm feeling really awkward about that story now that I've said it. Um, Oh God, I'm so awkward with stuff like that. Anyway, um, I vote Labour. Anyway, moving on. It was a crazy press trip and I spent maybe less than 12 hours in Rome and most of it I was sleeping in the hotel because it was overnight. But the views from the car looked stunning. So I'm really excited to go back one day and I'd also like to do other bits of Italy, maybe Positano, Amalfi, Capri. I don't know if I'm saying those right, but those bits. I want to do those bits, those vibes. So yeah, that is number two on my fuck it list. Number three, do karaoke for my birthday. This I'll have done and dusted very soon but as a backstory I hadn't ever tried karaoke before last November and I did it for my friend's birthday and everyone including me was shocked not because I'm good don't get it twisted it's like cats wailing but because I'm normally very chill and quiet but you give me a mic and I turn into a completely different person I think everyone I know would collectively agree that it's an activity where I am at my most fun and it doesn't make sense to some people because I'm so very introverted but when you do karaoke you're in a tiny room and I've only ever done it really with people that I know super well so they're like my safe people. I would absolutely not be doing an open mic night at my local pub but anyway segueing back I'd really like to do it for my birthday this year and maybe every year to be honest uh, just to get my fix. Lucky Voice should probably just give me a residency now. Uh, guys if you're listening um, you can get in touch with Gleam. They look after me. Uh, I will take a residency. I'll probably do it for free. Anyway that is on my bucket list because it is just my ultimate idea of like fun and I do it very spontaneously as well sometimes so I'll just be out and I'll just be like oh do you want to do karaoke and it was something that actually cropped up in my early 20s on a couple of birthdays and it never ended up happening but I started doing it more recently and I just love it it's just like the most fun I think I will ever have with my friends but you also don't end up pulling an all-nighter because that's like not my idea of fun and I was also born at 2 30 in the morning so if I go out like the night before my birthday by the time I've like been out had dinner done my karaoke and I'm tucked up in bed with my Burger King it's hit my birthday and I don't know I just normally find that super fun and yeah I just can't wait so that is number three on the list and number four one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Throw a New Year's pizza party. Like they get less and less wild and more wholesome as I go down this list. <laughs> I feel like sometimes people just remember me for my feral girl summer and this is who I actually really am deep down. But anyway, throw a New Year's pizza party is number four. Now, I actually rarely host, despite being one of the few of my friends who can, but when I do, I love to really have fun with it. I've done birthdays and barbecues, but I think it would be really fun to do a kind of chill pizza party for New Year one year, and that way I can have fun with all of my friends who are available to attend, but we don't have to spend a crazy amount of money, and most of my friends can get home super easy, the girls can wear super cute dresses, take off their shoes straight away so no one's feet hurt, we can play Prosecco Pong, the bouncers won't kick you out for dancing on the table... Oh, and we can make cherry spritzes, which are my absolute fave, but they are absolutely lethal. For those of you who don't know, because I actually don't know if they're a common drink or not, I had one at ZZ's once. They did them as like a special festive drink one year and it was so good. I actually asked the staff what the ingredients were and I started making them at home and I just absolutely love them and they're a staple New Year drink for me. They're so good. But anyway, if you're not familiar, it's a single shot of Disarono, uh Amaretto with a shot of cherry juice and then topped up with Prosecco and if you're feeling really fancy... A sprig of rosemary is gorgeous in it. You'll need paracetamol on hand next day for sure, but they're so yummy. And let's just say you really don't need many, okay? So those will be on tap at my New Year's party um, and I can't wait. I'm hoping it might be another one of those things that will get ticked off the fun bucket list very soon, but we'll see. At number five, we have champagne and shopping. Another one, like with karaoke, that I have actually done before, but I had so much fun that I would 100% do it again. I actually did this last year for my birthday, and I think I might have done it in spring too. I went to London, had a lovely lunch, drinks in Selfridges, and then once the bubbles have like gone to my head, I let myself loose in the store. This comes back to what I said earlier about fun things being fun because they're not happening all the time. I don't do it often, so I have really fond memories of it. Just like a boozy lunch in Selfridges is so great on its own. I love taking an afternoon off just to do that. Um, my favourite restaurant in Selfridges is the Brasserie of Light. It's owned by the same people that own the Ivy, I believe, and it's got the craziest giant Pegasus pony coming out of the wall in the restaurant and the most stunning pink bathrooms. I just love it. It is so special and I always have so much fun there. Love it. Selfridges as a whole, to be honest, really is like my happy place. But yeah, I would love to do that again sometime soon, but honestly, not sure if I'll get the chance to do it this year, but maybe next year, maybe the year after, I'm not sure, but it would be so fun to do that again because that was like the best 30th birthday experience I think just so fun at number six wow we are really blazing through this go back to bongos bingo another repeat when I find my fun things I find it hard to like step away from them because I just love familiarity but I also love repeating fun things over and over and over again till I don't want to do them anymore but this one's actually a bit of a remix because I originally did this in Ibiza years ago and I really want to go again but to the one in Liverpool because that is another one of my happy places. They actually invited me when I went to Liverpool in March but 
Max, sorry, because I actually don't think I told you this. I was so ill when I went to Liverpool. Like I didn't really post about it because I was just so, so ill. But I booked the whole trip around a show that Ryan was playing and I didn't want to cancel it. But I did have to cancel like the heavy drinking because I actually don't think I would have survived. God, I actually did that night out sober. Like I still went out for Ryan's show, but I was like completely sober. It was interesting being in a club sober. I'd give it a one out of 10. It gets the one point because the club was good for people watching. But anyway, I want a Liverpool redo so badly. And my sibling is actually moving up to Liverpool very soon. So I'm sure this is something I'll be crossing off my list, hopefully in the near future, maybe the next couple of years. And honestly, I can't wait to go and visit all the time. Just bongos bingo aside I love Liverpool I'd like to move there one day so hopefully this will be ticked off my list soon but yeah Susie's fuck it list road trip is uh, coming to a town near you very soon we're touring it number seven this one's a real wild one go to Tokyo and play on the little Pokemon vending machines I know that is uh, a very specific activity I've got there but oh my god this has been a dream of mine for so many years now If you don't know, I'm actually quite nerdy. Like I pretend to be quite normal slash boring on a daily basis, but I'm a big, big, big Pokemon fan. Amongst a few other TV shows like Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon is everything. Like Serena has actually never left my baby names list despite Ryan vetoing it several times. And Cardcaptor's love. If you're not nerdy the way I'm nerdy, you may have no idea what I'm talking about and that's okay. Um, But yeah, love those kind of TV shows. They were my like holy grail everything when I was a kid and that I've never lost that love of them. So anyway, so when I saw that they have these vending machines over there full of the toys, not even just like the basic Pikachu ones, which you can get over here on like Brighton Pier, which... Ryan and I actually try to win all the time because I'm obsessed. Anyway, they have like the coolest ones, like ones that I have never seen over here. And when I saw those, I think I saw them on Instagram and I just remember thinking, I need to go. Like I need to be there without any shadow of a doubt. I would love Tokyo. The food, the style, the places to visit, the culture, everything. So yeah, I really want to go one day, but I will put off anything that involves a long flight because underneath all the trips you see me do, I am actually such a nervous traveller. So yeah, it's it's going to be a big one for me, but hopefully someday soon I'll get my big girl pants on and I will book a trip. Maybe once I've finished renovating and I'm not bleeding money anymore because... It's going to be expensive and I need all the money I can get so that I can play on the vending machines because they're probably still rigged everywhere in the world. So I'm going to need to make sure I have all the money to play all the vending machines. Yeah, I'm so weird. So nerdy. Anyway, at number eight, we have host Christmas in brackets or Boxing Day one year. (laughs) And can we just take a moment because I really mean it when I say one year. I basically host Christmas once every decade. I really like to keep people on their toes. And that is because it's obviously really stressful. Like there are probably people that don't find it stressful, but I personally find it very stressful. 
Even when I'm not hosting, I find Christmas Day so chaotic. Like, even on a good year, low-key chaotic. Especially with Rhino and I living separately in recent years and having separate family obligations. Like, last year we started off the day at Ryan's house, went to my parents' house, went back to my house to get more gifts and some of the food, went to his family's house for the afternoon and then ended the day at my house. We forgot so much every time we had to change houses. Like, I fully left my phone at my mum's house and I was so sick of driving that I just refused to go and get it. I just went without a phone for days. It was actually quite nice. 10 out of 10 would repeat that part of the experience but this is also the thing. We have to drive so much. We go through the whole day sober and Christmas Day deserves at least a bucks fizz in my opinion so I personally, for my own selfishness, would like to host sometime soon. You know, find some exciting new ways to stress myself out. No, just kidding. I am a great host and I find hosting really fun. I think as I get older, I'm realising it's my kind of fun. So it's going on the list. At number nine, we have Go to Mykonos. Throwing it back to my feral girl summer. I need to stop saying that in this. I feel like I've said it so many times in this vlog. But I think about the summer of like, what was it? The summer of 2018. It was the most chaotic, spontaneous, fun summer I have ever had. And I feel like Mykonos would have been a real good addition to that summer um, and I would still really love to experience it. Side note, Mykonos has the best social media marketing team in the sense that literally every summer, every single influencer under the sun is just there and it works. I'm sold. I want to go. I want to go there on a girls trip or something or just a group trip. It doesn't have to just be girls. Just a group trip and just have so much fun and eat good food and just have a bit of a wild week, like a real, this is like peak fuck it list material here. It's giving me Ibiza meets Greece, obviously, because it's in Greece. But you know what I mean? Like the two vibes mixed together it looks so beautiful but it's got that relaxed feel with some party vibes the food always looks good some of the bars look super vibey I really wanted to go this year but I didn't get the chance but the next few years sign me up I know I know I'm one of the most basic bitches on the planet but I don't even care sign me up number 10 do a big family trip away. Now we've just moved from dipping a toe into the Susie 2022 version of a feral girl summer and now we're swinging right back the other way to something oh so wholesome but that's the kind of woman I am. Get you a girl that can do both. Now I actually tried to book a big family trip last year. I wanted to take my family to Centre Parks. I know really really wholesome but my mum, love you mum, so excuse what I'm about to say. Side note, I found out earlier at dinner that my mum listens to the podcast, so now I have to be really careful. Yeah, I know. So maybe some of the stories are going to get a bit less personal now. Just kidding, I'm still going to roast her. But anyway, you can tell I got nervous saying that because I started talking very, very fast. But anyway, moving on. Love you mum, but my mum will never leave her dog like she's popping out for 10 minutes and she'll probably call me to see if I can babysit her dog and I just have to jump in with this before she calls me and again earful I just have to disclose that I'm heavily over exaggerating when I talk about my mum but mum it's not funny if you make me do this disclaimer every time I'm being dramatic about you anyway love you mum for the third time but back to my point she will not be separated from her dog she is her third child and probably her favorite let's face it and that's fine I actually hate leaving mine too I get it 
But I'd still do it if someone was booking me a trip, to be fair. Obviously, I wouldn't leave my dog alone. We'd get a dog sitter. I'm obviously not insinuating that we just abandon the dogs. But anyway, we couldn't get a dog-friendly villa the year I was trying to book Centre Parks. So I'm thinking round two, attempt number two, I might try again and book for a couple of years in advance so that we can all go and the dogs can all go and it will be so nice and so wholesome. Can you tell wholesome is one of my like favourite words? I feel like it's one of like the key words to describe like my type of fun. This idea actually works especially well now that my sibling is moving away because it will just be so nice to get quality time with him after maybe not having seen him for quite a long time. So I'm excited about number 10. I feel like I can make it happen. But to be honest, the point of the fun bucket list is that it is accessible. This isn't like a bucket list, like so much crazy stuff that just might never be possible. This is an achievable bucket list full of spontaneous fun things that are going to make you feel fulfilled about your life and making sure that you're doing things that make you happy. It's not like a bucket list, like dream crazy stuff. You can put some crazier things on there. Like, you know, it might be a long time until I get to go to Japan, but but it's not completely outside of the realms of possibility, if you know what I mean. Like, I'm not putting, like, space travel on any of my bucket lists. I mean, even if that was achievable, I probably wouldn't put it on a bucket list because... Uh, that's my idea of pure fresh hell. But even if it wasn't, I would not be putting it on the bucket list because it's not really overly achievable. The point of the bucket list is it's achievable, fun things that make you feel fulfilled about how you're spending your time. So yeah, that is my bucket list. I feel like I have said that phrase so many times in this episode. Please do not turn it into a drinking game. Please drink responsibly, guys. This list was actually so easy and so fun to put together. It literally took me less than 10 minutes, not through lack of effort, but because there's so much fun stuff that I want to do. And I am very lucky because of my job and my friends. My friends love to have fun. Like some of them are wild and definitely a hundred times more fun than me. And that's meant that I've been blessed to do a lot of things and easily have the opportunity to do a lot of things. So very grateful for them. But my question is, when shall I aim to complete this list by? Do I give myself my whole 30s? Five years? When do we think my end date should be? Because let's face it, a lot of these won't be happening this year or in the next two years. So yeah, some of these activities are quite spenny as well. So let's maybe say my 30s. If any of you decide to make a fuck it list too, I would love to see what you put on it. So if you do make your list and you decide to post it to social media, please tag me at TSDQ Podcast on Instagram. If you decide to share it, I think it would also be so fun to make mini versions of these. Like you could do seasonal lists of smaller fun things that you want to do. I think that would be so cute. I might have to do one purely for next summer. I think that would be so fun. Maybe I'll do little mini versions and post them when the seasons change if anyone needs any inspo. But that is it from me today. Here's to living life, having fun, ticking things off our bucket lists. Don't forget to subscribe to 30 Something Drama Queen on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave me a little review if you're feeling really nice. I always feel so cringe when I do these outros. I'm still figuring them out. Hopefully I'll come back from Ibiza with a fresh brain and some better taglines. But 
don't hold out hope on that one people anyway don't forget to subscribe and follow me on instagram at tstq podcast for more updates love you bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.